0: and hello hello welcome back to the gay racing podcast it's zach and alex back with you as always to discuss the 65th 65th annual daytona 500 yep that's gonna be our main topic for today we had nascar at daytona for um half speed week half a speed week because you know they're only there for half a week now um and there alex there was So A lot of good stuff at Daytona, as always, right? It's one of the most magical times of year, especially for us NASCAR fans. It's like, for me, I always used to compare it to Christmas. Like, literally, it was that exciting for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, NASCAR loves to ruin things. There were some bad. And then there was the ugly. So... Today's episode is going to be focused on the good, the bad and the ugly of NASCAR at Daytona and the 65th Annual Daytona 500. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um so Alex, let's go ahead and just talk about the good, which is basically
1: the Daytona 500. No more on that yeah. later. Yeah, the 200 laps of the Daytona 500, the 500 miles of the Daytona 500. Great. That was awesome. It, it was, was
0: great. awesome. Legitimately, it was a great race. It was classic, in my opinion, in terms of what it I was. normally go through when I watch the Daytona 500. It's, you know, the hype. I, I The hype for it before race, pre-race, TV's getting you hyped up. It was there. I was making, like, some meatballs. I was excited. And then you settle in for stage one, you know. They were log and laps more or less, but there was some like action, mm-hmm. like Christopher Bell getting um the lead early. We'll talk about you know other events that happened in the race.
1: It was yeah. it was pretty but, good. Yeah, Brad Keselowski's moves in stage one to win that stage. Yeah. that was incredible. What, that he, was so much fun to watch. He led the he, most laps. He did didn't every he? move perfectly. He did. Second year in a row, because led most laps That's, in the 500.
0: God man, that makes the fact that he didn't win it hurt even more probably. Again, yeah. he's I mean, he doesn't have that many years left either. Like it's just
1: and we'll yeah. get to that he, later,
0: but just Brad what it tweeted means to win that this race. without
1: the Brad tweeted without the caution that without that yellow, it would have been an all time classic. And yes! I totally agree. Oh, but God. but before then, this race was fantastic. We had lots of different leaders Third most lead changes in any Daytona 500 ever, which I I did not realize. But yeah, it's true. We had different leaders throughout the entire race. I think RFK, we'll talk about them more, was definitely the best two cars. I think RCR was up there. But at one point, you had all the Toyotas lined up up there, or at least all the Gibbs cars. Like There was not a really clear favorite outside of maybe the RFK cars. Like This was just you know, very even race all race long.
0: Yeah. Um, and, but there were definitely some players coming in at the end and I forgot what I was going to say, but it was something about, um, somehow Brad, I guess it wasn't important. Um, but so Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Wins the Daytona 500 and it's a pretty big deal for them. That race team. Um, remember JTG, they used to be a two car team back in late, you know, 2010s and, Um, they were thinking or it was rumored that they were going to sell the team, but, um, they only had one win as a team before with AJ Allmendinger at, uh, Watkins Glen 2014. But now they just won on NASCAR's biggest stage. And it's, you know what, I mean, that this is the biggest thing to win in our sport. Simply, simply put, I mean, and they have a great relationship with their sponsor, Kroger. Now Kroger's gonna be in all the newspapers because, you know, the cars gonna be in all the newspapers. This is the most pressed NASCAR gets ever, every year. Um it's it's good all around for this race team. They're in the playoffs yeah. now. It's the first black owner to win five hundred. Congrats to my man Brad Doherty. Um, Slay. Sure <laughs> yeah. Um, I know they was having a hell of a party last night. Um But yeah, like so. And I, th- we're gonna talk a bit later about kind of like the overtime stuff and like, I think at least Ricky Stenhouse, he was one of the players up front late, and he is—he's he a great he, super speedway racer, right? He's especially mm-hmm. the last few times he's been able to put himself in, posi- in position. He hasn't caused a lot of wrecks. Um, he didn't. I don't think he really caused anything yesterday, and he put himself in position. He made the pass when it needed to happen quite literally and he got rewarded for it. Um in my opinion it's more of a legit kind of thing than when Michael McDowell won it, but Alex, what do you what was your, what was your kind of reaction yeah. to Ricky
1: winning? Cuz like I'm also kind yeah. of like eh. Well, talk about it, but the ending was kind of deflating, but you know Ricky Stenhouse Jr., that's a really cool win. He's been one of the best at Talladega Daytona. He has a couple wins now. Yeah, he always finds his way up there. Yeah, Yeah. and, you know, when he left Roush, it was kind of an unknown how his career was going to turn. And, you know, I'm happy for the guy. Like, good for him. And JTG, you mentioned it, the sponsors. They, that Kroger, they have, like, 14 associate sponsors that take over the primary. Yeah. That's huge. For all those sponsors that have stuck around at JTG well, the entire time they've been in the sport, all those brands are—they're all going to love that.
0: All those brands are through Kroger too, so it's still Kroger, yes. yeah, still Kroger paying. Yeah, like all 36 races they've paid for that race team for like,
1: and that's a huge years. payoff yes. for them. Huge payoff for them. Yeah. So I think that's positive for the sport is that Kroger—they're finally not finally, but they're really getting a payoff for all the. Work and support they put behind because the they've been with that race team and, since
0: 2008,
1: yeah. apparently, which I did not know. Yeah, 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 but yeah, um, not much else to say about Ricky Stenhouse, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, um, I do want to highlight some other guys too. Slay of the Week, the Travis Pastrana and Jimmy Johnson, but Travis Pastrana really impressed me, man. Finished 11th in the Daytona 500. and he came back for me in a lap down. He got a penalty for going through too many po- boxes in the pits. He made it to lap back. He said after the race, "Is a one and done, not doing this again. That was the most and interesting was, thing ever. Yeah.
0: But I guess it fits him because he always just likes doing different stuff. Like He doesn't want to yeah. commit to... Why would you commit to the mess that is NASCAR when you're Travis Pastrana and you can jump a dirt bike... I don't even know, like, across the Grand Canyon. I don't know what he does, but <laughs> yeah. I don't pay attention. But, like, he's he's Travis he, Pastrana. He, NASCAR is kind of below
1: him, you know? Like, yeah, in a way. And, you know, he said he was exhausted, like, mentally just drained after this. And I believe it. But I know it's longer. And I know this is, like, a week. He's, probably been, he's been in the sim and everything before this for months, probably. But this past week was a lot for him. I still want to see him try to do the Indy 500. That'd be really cool Ooh. if Travis Pastrana could attempt that. I don't know who he would do that with. I don't think he has any manufacturer alliance or whatever, but that'd be really cool. That would be cool. I'd, I'd love to see him try that. Um, it could yeah. all just That's start. That's like the as, one thing I'd love to see him do.
0: It could start as a test. It's like, hey, Travis Pastrana's yeah. going to run and drive an indie car. See where it mm-hmm. goes. I don't know. It could just be as simple as that. Yeah. Doesn't have to go to anything else. But um. Him finishing eleventh, the highest finishing twenty three eleven car. Um, that that's cool. Yeah. He kept it clean until the very end, of course. Um,
1: but that wasn't even his fault, by the way. Yeah, he did. He was the cause of that last wreck, but that wasn't his fault. He got pushed into Almerola. Yeah, believe, and it just kind of caused it. But he still finished eleventh. Like that's something to be really proud about.
0: Yeah, I mean the fact that he didn't wreck earlier is impressive to me. I mean, you know, not wrecking for two hundred yeah. laps. I mean, I don't know exactly how the handling is in those cars but hey he kept it together he kept it together in the duels um he qualified it on time which was really nice um of course that's more in the car yeah yeah and then jimmy johnson of course i think what was impressive about jimmy is the fact that he kind of he he was just back in the hang of it like like he never left almost which is really impressive to see he's the he was the oldest guy in the field um that radio communication that got shared on Twitter, like, I... What was it? You shared it with me. It was like, um, I'm finally starting to figure it out again, or something. Yeah.
1: That yeah, goes he, hard as heck. Yeah. That goes hard. Yeah, the field should be terrified. If he keeps coming to do more and more races, and he's already getting back in race one, they should be scared. He might win a race. And I, I don't know. I don't think he will, but could you imagine?
0: God, he got... I mean, well...
1: He needs to run Indy Road
0: Course because with how stupid that race gets, he can easily win that. He race. could win it, like oh yeah. Anyways,
1: um, he's done more races there than anyone. God. to be honest, they raced but, it
0: twice. <laughs> shut up. But like he, um, I think I mean he was up in the top almost five, getting down in one of those yeah, last one point. in those last green flag stints. He was in prime position to win the day, not win, Well he could win. He could have won. I mean. You know, mm-hmm. if the inside lane guy I remember I watched the inside lane started to fade out a little bit and he was in he was in that yeah. lane. Um But for him to put himself in that position, I mean, it I wonder if he's gonna do this next year. If that I, I, I wonder how he longer can. he'll keep trying NASCAR as a driver. I really do. I know he, he's obviously owning Legacy MC now and um I think we saw it at Iowa and in IndyCar. Jimmy Johnson is—he can still win races.
1: He can. I think. Oh yeah.
0: He's not gonna win IndyCar road races or anything. I just—that's—that's that's just not his thing. I mean, he is a practiced veteran NASCAR oval racer, and when he got on IndyCar yep. on the ovals, that showed he has so much oval experience and he knows what to do in a stock car. I mean, he does. Even if the end of his career in the 48 car wasn't the best, I think, I don't know. We'll have to see how he does in, you know, more normal tracks. I don't expect anything like we saw at Daytona because, again, it it is Daytona. It is Daytona. But mentally, though, I think he'll be at 100%. Like that Daytona's got to be a bit of a confidence boost for him.
1: I love that. He's just going around doing whatever he wants just having fun yeah i love that for him he's earned that seven championships he's earned that that's
0: got to make him perform that'd be really too.
1: cool it'd be so cool if he got his 84th win in the 84 yeah. card to tie Darrell Waltrip and Bobby Allison that'd be so cool that goes
0: hard i love the uh i love the tweet yesterday that said what if jimmy wins the Daytona 500 and then decides to run the full schedule <laughs>
1: He said he has no desire to do that again. But you
0: know what's crazy, though, is that, like, I think... He, no, wait, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Um. Anyways, I was thinking of the time that Chastain had to switch points from, tr- like, Trucks to Xfinity. But that's, oh. th- that was a different thing completely. That's not, yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, so... And we already mentioned the lead changes. I think that happened because, like, those times the pack was gridlocked and they were side by side. Every mm-hmm. single lap, one of the lanes would be leading. Like it would be a different lane. I think that's why there are so many lead changes, but still That's fair. It's I mean, you know, Steve O'Donnell, you know, waved that number around and say, Oh, we have the best super speedway racing we've ever had. Okay, whatever. Um right, no right. one can pass. But it's okay. Um Well, not no one can pass. I'm being I'm being facetious. But so the choose cone. Let's talk about the choose cone before we talk about more details of the race because it doesn't, it doesn't change. It's not like something that you really noticed, but it kind of, I guess it did kind of create storylines because I'm, all I'm talking about on Twitter with that, one of the final normal restarts was RCR is throwing this. They selected different lanes. They're throwing, they're throwing, they are, what are they cooking? Yeah. They're cooking nothing. No one's in that kitchen. Like, I was yelling at my TV like, yes, sure, you're going to go double wide. You'll have both lanes. Joey Logano does not care. Do you think Joey Logano sees two cars no, and is don't. like, oh, shucks. Now I can't pass. Darn. Like, really? <laughs> really? Um, yeah. And then they ended yeah, up. The, the juice
1: cone. What,
0: what were you going to say? I, didn't they end up getting on the bottom lane anyways? I don't
1: understand why they. So, oh, the Choose Cone, people, they're still they're still trying to figure out how to do this. This is the first race they did it on the Super Speedways. And I, I really liked it. I thought it was very compelling to watch them choose at the end of the stages and the cautions. So, RCR chose to go the way they have been doing at Super Speedways, as if they didn't have a choice. They chose one on the outside, one on the inside. And the driver on the outside, go in front of the one on the inside. That's how it has been, and it has worked in the past at Daytona and Talladega. But I just don't think you needed to do that because it's not you would efficient. have already been lined up. It's not. So efficient. it's like why? I don't Cause because I now you have the option to just line up together.
0: I thought you know? their point was to like do what Hendrick did at the start and just
1: literally control the field. Yeah, and stay side and by then side. Then would just then they'd block both, and then one of their cars would win. But no, That's what you I restart That's what I, when they when they played the radio communication I'm like. Okay. Okay. But I was a little concerned because RFK was back there, right? But that's just not what they did. They did the old way. I don't know. Really weird. I think they'll I think teams will figure it out. I think they saw that. Everyone saw what happened with RCR there. Um and that I bet a Talladega. I don't Atlanta's different. I think Talladega when they go there, I don't think they'll do that. Did they have the old technique? Did they have choose cone at Atlanta? I don't think they did. I don't, think so. I don't think so. It's classified oh, as a super speedway now. Which it should so. be. Cool. All right. Yeah. And by the way, with the choose cone, I really liked it also for the fact that there were no wrecks after the stage breaks, like the starts. And maybe that was a coincidence. But I feel like the drivers were already where they wanted to be. So they weren't just automatically wrecking. You know, yeah. when they rewrapped them for the, See, at, for the next stage. So I think that that helped, maybe, but then the end kind of maybe negates that, but I don't know. We'll yeah. see how it evolves throughout the season. I've never, like,
0: I don't like when people are like, oh, well, they're, it's just gonna let people work together. They're gonna do it anyways.
1: Like, come on. just let's, Yeah, just, this just skips the whole process where they're wrecking to try working with each other, yeah.
0: in my opinion. It's Yeah, it's fine, honestly. Um. So, yeah. let's kind of work from, I guess, stage one or whatever, but what was it speaking of stage breaks that kind of um one of the highlights of the race was coming to stage one the stage one break and um Kislowski made a move on true x but Almendinger, aj All- <laughs> aj aj i think listen i'll get to this in a minute let me hold this he's basically a lap down i forgot why or he's about to go a lap down rather because he lost the draft i think it was a speeding penalty or something um from a green flag so. stop Anyways, my man literally blocks the inside lane. They're going full drafting speed. He's not. They He blocks the inside lane. I believe Almirola was first in line, but I might be wrong. Um, g- Pisses everybody off. And it's like, I get it. You're mad, but like that's what he had to do. And he was battling Bubba Wallace, who was in that pack for the free pass. And hey, yep. he got the free pass. AJ Allmendinger was leading with a few laps to go in the 500. I'm just saying. I mean, it... It's what it you, you do. What you have to do, and I think AJ Allmendinger, judging from the clash, um, I don't know if it's this like attitude where it's like he's he knows he probably will have to win a road course race this year, and it's like these road course races can get kind of ruthless. So we saw that last year with Coda, with that finish he was involved in. We've seen it with Indy Road Course. If AJ Allmendinger is on his like don't give a f tour or whatever, I he's like. Yeah, this new bad guy almost like yeah. I kind of like. I bet this. we'll have a fight. Almadiga is gonna get in a fight, and he gonna win. He's driving. Maybe he's kind of short though. He's a yeah. chi- he's a short king.
1: <laughs> uh, he's a short king. I do yeah.
0: Hopefully he don't fight. Uh, I, I don't know. Never mind. Sorry, you keep talking.
1: Like you know, people on Twitter were very upset about this move, and I get it. It was pretty dangerous. It was but dangerous, like, but like, you like you said. He was leading the Daytona 500, like, what, 10 to go, 15 to go for, like, a lap? But, like, he wouldn't have been in that position if he didn't do that. If he won, could you imagine? Yeah. Like, that would have won him the race. I mean, it's like, ugh,
0: it is dangerous, but also, y'all got breaks. I think, I remember we talked about
1: this another episode, and it, yeah, why I do think I feel It like- was when, it was Chastain holding up for Kurt Busch, right? Wasn't At it? Vegas? Was, or it was that Vegas? something different? Was it at Atlanta? Maybe it was Atlanta. I don't know.
0: But I don't remember what it was. It was something like that, though. You're right. Um, yeah. Maybe know. there was another
1: one at a super speedway. It was so, at, like It like was super like a was like holding the brake for Kurt Busch. Yeah. I don't know, but I remember that one. People are mad about that too. But yeah, it is what it is. And I also wanna, I wanna mention Ryan Blaney. <laughs> Because he was involved in that wreck, one of the wrecks. And that car was garbage. It looked like it just got picked up and crumbled up and then thrown at a wall or something. Well, it He finished (laughs) 8th. It did. It did did happen. But he finished 8th. That's crazy. Blaney just has no luck at Daytona, but he also has luck to just take a piece of garbage and finish 8th with it. God. He was drafting with Connor Daly. That was hilarious. Oh, I do like, remember that. Was that was the only guy you could compete with, was Connor Daly. So they were drafting together. God, that just... I kind of don't like how these... How many cars finished yesterday? I didn't even look at the race results. Because uh, that's like... Not a lot, the yeah. end. Yeah, whatever. It was more than like the 2017 500. That one only had like eight. Yeah.
0: Well, some of those were fuel though. Like people were going to have fuel. <laughs>
1: I guess, true. I assume. True, I true. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about the last bit before yes. the chaos happened? Before we get into the bad, wrap up the good. Let's let's talk about the where the Daytona
0: 500 gets good. When the sun goes down and the lights are yeah. on. Do it, by the way, yeah. I'm fine with the Daytona 500 starting time. It's quite actually perfect. Okay? I like it. Because business is Either real. Day
1: to night it gets real show.
0: when it's night, when you see the light start reflecting off those cars. It's such a visual indicator of, Oh my God. I love it. I have loved it ever since I've started watching NASCAR. Cause I noticed, you know, I would play the video games and I'm like, Doing the Daytona 500, right? And I, you know, the race is mm-hmm. ending and the sun, of course, the sun is still out. Duh, it's a day race. <laughs> but when I watch on TV, the 2008 Daytona 500 and it and it starts getting dark and we still got like 60 laps left and Ryan Newman's leading the pack off of four and the shining those bright colored COT paint schemes, because, you know, back then the cars were very colorful. It, it, mm-hmm. I, There's something about it. Where the Daytona, you know what I'm trying to say, Alex. The Daytona 500 yeah, yeah. ending at night.
1: It, the energy shifts. The energy shifts to a yes. n- new dynamic. The vibes. Yeah, it's the good. vibes,
0: as we talked about last vibes. week, Taylor vibes. Kitchen. Go watch that episode. Or watch. Go listen to that episode. So, the best part of the Daytona 500 that I have kind of realized, obviously, it's not just the end, though. It is that build up to the end, that last stage. Uh, where there are green flag stops, where we kind of see the field shuffle, we see who's going to be in front, who's going to be the players, who's in control of the race, and yep. then especially when they're just kind of logging laps, those are the my heart was beating.
1: Those are the Me most too.
0: intense. That's the most intense part of
1: the year. I'm I haven't felt that way. I haven't felt that way with the Daytona 500 in a very long time. I this race was awesome. And it was just intense building up to that. Yeah, like coming to the finish was just like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? I'm shaking. I'm so nervous. I'm excited. Like, what's gonna happen? It's
0: a big deal. Whoever crosses that finish line first, it really is. And that's why I really care about the the integrity of this race and NASCAR. Same. Yeah. Two later. Um. So, man, that was good. And yeah, the last pit stops they were intense, fun to watch. You can't make a mistake. Um, I forgot who was even in... Co- well, Harrison Burton was in control. Wasn't Harrison Burton leading after the... Hold on, I gotta look back.
1: Yeah, after the pit stops. After the pit stops, Harrison Burton was leading. Which yes. you and I were texting each other, like... About to get emotional. Like We're getting our hopes up. But, yeah. And then... Richard Childress Racing versus uh, Rush Finway keslowski Man. That was... It was beautiful, this battle. It really was. Between Kyle Bush and Brad kislowski Both of them have been trying for so long to win the Daytona five hundred. They it's both Kyle had their yes. God. Yep. That's they so both cool. had their teammate with them. I was loving this, man. I was eating it up. And Kyle Bush taking the lead. I haven't felt that excited in a while because this was it was kind of like, oh my gosh, we are about to see the turn in Kyle Busch's career here. Imagine the storyline. Yeah. yeah, the storyline, it was going to be beautiful. First race of RCR. I think what was like, cool was the oh, three car. Like, out.
0: You know, Austin Dillon pushing him. Austin Dillon's won the 500 before he handpicked Kyle Busch. He had full intentions of pushing that eight car to the win. You know, he did, I think, like yeah. full intention. And I think obviously they showed last year in the summer race, they RCR can, they can just do that. They've, and I think that would yeah. really say a lot for that race team and their reputation, but we got that caution for Suarez spinning. And I honestly, you know, he did get stuck, but they were really quick on the trigger for that. And we had an overtime restart and yeah. from there. We get into the bad, which, um, I don't even know if we're ready for that. Could, are we taking a break before the bad? We can? We might yeah, as let's well. Take a break. Um are we ready to? I guess so, aren't we? Yeah, let's um, take a break. Um Overall though before we go like how you agree though that was quality clean racing similar to what oh, we yeah. had.
1: It was brilliant.
0: Like so imagine there is no overtime, the Daytona 500 ends with Kyle Busch winning. Race ending under caution. Perfect. It's, I mean, I go back to what I said about Talladega last fall. Great race. It's what NASCAR needed. The winners, great, you know, deserved win. Mm -hmm. Chase Elliott won Talladega because he was fast. Kyle Busch won the Daytona 500 because he was fast at the end and made a move with his teammate to win. I mean, you know, so yeah. But um, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the bad. Of the Daytona 500 in Speed Week. So, see y'all then. Lots to talk about there. Oh, my gosh. Excited. So, the bad of the Daytona 500. So, we had the first 200 laps. The 500 miles. We had the Daytona 500. Let's talk about the Daytona 530. Overtime. Yes. Presented by Credit One Bank. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Credit One. Don't worry. We'll get to commercials later. Um- <laughs> And you know what? What's honestly is like, I could easily call overtime the ugly of the Daytona 500 because I have been on the fence of with of no, I haven't been on the fence. I've experienced this so many times before where I feel like a NASCAR race is great. And then it just evolves into a circus. And I know Jordan Bianchi on the teardown said it didn't evolve into a clown show, bro. You are crazy. I'm sorry. All respect to him. No, I completely disagree. I think wrecking that many race cars for basically no reason, because we got the same result, just a different winner. The race still ended under caution. What is the point besides wasting millions of dollars in wrecked race cars for quote unquote entertainment that took an extra 40 minutes of the TV window that we were already running out of? That's my that's my introduction to this segment. So let's let's break yes. it down, Alex, because that I'm a little peeved it. about this. Just the fact Me that too. that race was kind of perfect and it just evolved into typical NASCAR clownery. All right, so we had
1: we had all of the intense buildup that we just talked about. Yes, in the previous parts segment. Hearts beating, and it was like some of the most fun racing I've watched with the Daytona 500 in years? Yes. It was fantastic to watch, and then we just get this ending, where we're sitting here for another 30-40 minutes. It was just so anticlimactic, and for for what? Like, Ricky Stenhouse, Ginger winning? Cool. Like, I, I think he's a deserving winner. People on Twitter don't think I think that. I, I do. I think he's a deserving super speedway racer. But... Then we still finish under yellow, like you said. So what's like, the point? What is the point of overtime? I mean, listen, what's the point? Those
0: cautions for those really huge wrecks took so long. I'm sitting there for like ten minutes with no racing on my TV. I wasn't excited anymore. Physically, no, I was not. I was ex- over it. Physically, I just, I was kind of over it. Especially once you get like two overtimes, you're just like, dude. I was ready for this race to end already. And it's like, I do want a green flag finish. Overtime is obviously not the answer to that. Obviously. How many
1: They got the same ending? They both ended under yellow.
0: How many races this weekend besides the duels ended under green besides ARCA? Trucks, did, well, tru- okay, that was rain. Xfinity and Cup, okay, it's only two. Ra- <laughs> anyways, I was, was going to say none. Like, Xfinity and Cup both had the same thing. We have, I don't know if Xfinity had overtime, actually, but races are going to end under caution, whether you want them to or not, or you're going to get stuff like Ryan Blaney mm-hmm. at the All-Star Race, okay? That's just, welcome to racing. Welcome to NASCAR, as Joseph Newgarden would say. Kind of Um, like (laughs) that's just how it is. I'm sorry to break it to you. I'm really sorry to break Mm -hmm. it to you because I think and I I don't want to disrespect Ricky Stenhouse, but Kyle Bush winning the 500 after setting up that move with his teammate Austin Dillon to take the lead. That is such a better storyline too? It means so much to the integrity of this sport and this race yep. than yep. Ricky Stenhouse winning because NASCAR didn't press the caution button fast enough, which is why he won that race.
1: Yeah, if NASCAR would have done a different time, Joey Logano wins this race and two races this weekend, as you said, came down to when someone in NASCAR tower pressed the caution light button. That's not how these races should be decided. And, like, that's always going to happen. Kind of. It will happen. Right? But but it's that shouldn't happen as often as it does. And it happens mostly because of overtime. It does. In most cases. Overtime sets up. It bunches the pack up. It makes
0: these drivers get even more aggressive. I mean, also, people say that removing overtime won't fix RecFest. Well, no, it literally will. Because it will limit how m- much time they have to wreck the cars. They literally just give them extra time to wreck the cars. Also, there is no if you if you're running, you know, seventh or eighth and you know that you have a guaranteed restart, you don't care if you wreck mm-hmm. the guy in front of you. You don't care. You know. It doesn't matter. You get a caution. You yeah, actually you want get another to wreck shot. him. You almost want to wreck him. You actually you want to get another to wreck shot him. if you wreck him. Especially at most, like Daytona is a little bit different, but not really. Like it's just that's why I think if you get rid of overtime, that last stage becomes more intense because you technically have less time. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like the more that you and, wreck, the more the cautions you create,
1: yeah. the less green flag racing you're gonna have to make moves. You know. And you make your TV partners happy because you're not on the air for an additional hour. Yeah. You know, it's like that's also annoying. Then we don't get really any sort of post race because we're still racing. You make your we're fans happy too, to be honest. Especially these night races,
0: um, like on Sunday nights because they like doing that now. I have work in the morning. Okay mm-hmm. i i I love NASCAR. I really do. I want to go to sleep. Okay, like yeah. I'm not saying that's that was me last night. That was kind of me at the Clash, low key.
1: So, right, yeah, you, you know. There. how many people do you think tuned in i want to see the finish of the daytona 500 because a lot of people do that with major sport events they'll want to see the finish God. who's going to win how many people do you think turned on the daytona 500 and sat there for 40 minutes how many sports i bet a lot of people gave up this is the genuine question you how know?
0: many sports does overtime how long does overtime normally taken sports because it normally it's just till the the next
1: score right I believe so. I believe that's how the NFL works. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fair. And That's intense. That's I mean, heck, you don't have a caution. You don't stop for like ever to clean up. I think. Yeah. So here's my solution because we asked, um, do we need to pull up the treat the the, the treat?
1: I have, I have,
0: the, I have the tweet. Pulled <laughs> I said up. the treat. Um, the t- <laughs> yeah. So we could we ask the viewers what does the
1: poll say, like, Alex? The viewers. So the we screen. asked. We asked our listeners, not our viewers. (laughs) No one's watching us. (laughs) Should NASCAR get rid of overtime? We will discuss on this week's episode, as we are right now. So we asked you guys, we are not preaching to the choir because 57% of you said no. They should uh, keep overtime, and 43% said yes. And I think the last comment we got, that's, I think, the correct answer here. Like, realistically, is Aaron Bearden, who said, would I love it if they did? Yes. Should they? No. And he says that over time and the excitement that comes with it is a core piece of modern NASCAR. Okay. Fans expect to see an attempt to provide a green flag winner. So... And I wholeheartedly agree with Aaron. I I think that's the right answer.
0: I think Aaron is cooking. So here's what needs to happen. Legitimately... Well, okay. I'm... probably fine with no overtime at all but too. yeah you can't do that that's like full season points so it's almost yeah. like i think nascar they knew what was up back in 2004 2006 you know one attempt okay all right y'all wrecked i get it i'm gonna let y'all get out there one more time yeah. i think that is fair and you know this is gonna be bold. I wouldn't even be that mad if IndyCar did something like
1: that. <laughs> IndyCar basically already does. Well, a red they red flag races. It. They might as well just like yeah. Um, Na- NASCAR was doing that too before they made an official. Although rule. to be fair,
0: just for the sake uh-huh. of like fuel conservation, I would almost wish they NASCAR would just start red flagging with like within five to go. I think just so That's fuel what they numbers. To do. I wouldn't hate that. I, but what I'm saying is. You get one attempt mm-hmm. to finish the race if a caution comes out really late. You know, whether it's actual overtime or they red flag. I think those, those have to be your answers. And I say that for... And we're going to have... I think we're going to have an episode about this later. Maybe next time there's not much to talk about. But the competitive integrity of NASCAR is something that I don't think we realize is very important. And what that means is, you know... Winning the Daytona 500 actually does matter. It doesn't matter because we say it matters. It matters because of what it takes to win the race and the skill and the preparation it takes to win the race. And in my opinion, overtime, as it is with unlimited attempts, is going to dilute that because Crash Fest Racing dilutes that introduces so much luck into the equation to where drivers like Kyle Bush, like Brad Keselowski, like Ryan Blaney, like Denny Hamlin, they get completely screwed because they get involved in a wreck that they had no chance to even dodge. I mean, yeah. that's just how I see it. it. I don't think we they will, but we cannot do more than one overtime anymore. And then someone brought up 2015 Talladega. Dude, Shut. that's like... Not even the same thing. That's poor officiating. That's not recognizing that Kevin Harvick needs to be off the track. Um, and also, it's like, whatever happened when, like, oh, that wasn't really a restart. Like, okay. Um,
1: yeah. Like, that's different. And na- Some people, in response to that poll, also said, well, I think they should maybe get rid of overtime for Super Speedways. And I think that's a great argument. Will NASCAR do that, though? I don't. Think so. Other races are think, Crash Fests. Indie Road Course. Yeah. Yep. Indie Road Course. There's there's so many races that have the same problem. I mean, it's any race can turn into a Crash fest. Super Speedways? Yeah. Yeah. And we had... There's one person. Uh, let me find that. They said they should just let them race to the checkers under a green-white checker. You can't do that. That's a safety issue. They used to do that. They they can't. They're not going to go back on that. I understand. That. Yeah, I understand. But yeah, I understand the suggestion but I, it's just too dangerous. Um, but the general consensus seemed to be from you guys, our listeners, is that, hey, you can't really get rid of them, but the compromise might be either just change the rule for super speedways, which I don't think NASCAR would do, or just have one attempt. Yeah. And I think that's what I agree with. They, they, there needs to be something like that because it's, it's embarrassing. Why are we sitting here for 40 minutes, 30 minutes, it's... trying to complete... Sometimes longer, sometimes longer, just to complete two laps. And then it's finished under yellow anyway half the time. Yeah,
0: that's the so biggest thing. When it still finishes under yellow, it's a complete waste of time. Or it's not even a waste of time. It's a waste of money. You just wrecked all these race cars for what reason? Because, again, yeah. with overtime always being guaranteed, basically, there's no punishment for wrecking somebody. So you're going to be really stupid aggressive. I, This is a bold take, and this goes, it's a little off topic going to the issue of, like the winner is decided by when nascar clicks the button i almost wonder mm-hmm. if going back to scoring loops would like <laughs> or using <laughs> or rather using the scoring loops to, to determine the winner if that would like make that less mm-hmm. about a human input but that's very controversial i know because it's like then you know oh but this guy was in the lead but he didn't get the scoring loop i get it i understand that's controversial yeah. to say but it would at least cuz It is these races. Both Xfinity and Cup were decided by how fast NASCAR wanted to press the button after seeing Kyle Larson slam into the wall because they were kind of slow. They were very fast with Daniel Soros spinning, which I don't get. Right?
1: Because like well, in Xfinity they were really quick about it, and then in Cup they were slow for that that final caution. Yeah, for those races,
0: it does. I mean, Joey Logano. What what did Joey Logano do different from Ricky Stenhouse to to win the Daytona 500? Nothing. It's just nothing. What does again the integrity of this sport and the Daytona 500? Mm-hmm. I I actually care about it. You know, most people don't.
1: Me too. Because that's, when we that's look, why I'm very that's why we're very heated about it. We love this sport yes. and we care about it and we don't want it to be a laughing stock. And that's kind of what we're well, delving into. I don't think this was as embarrassing as it has been in the past yesterday's race but it's like we can't keep doing this and I'm, I'm gonna get into that in a minute about this race but yeah
0: i think the issue is going to become progressively worse the more that time passes because i think when we look back and mm-hmm. we see that kyle bush and brad keselowski might not have daytona 500s and we look at why and it's like oh tony stewart yeah that's different when he didn't win his 500 it's because he, you know 2007 he got into a, or what happened in 07 I don't he, well. He got in a wreck, but it was like not the. It was it was more low key.
1: Well, in two thousand eight, he chose the wrong lane to block. Yes, a racing mistake. Yeah. Not you know he
0: got yeah, collected yeah. in a twenty eight car crash. Right, like it's just
1: yeah. And then like Kyle Busch, you know, for this one, he probably had this one's. I think Austin Dillon would have blocked for him. We don't know, but caution came out, and then I guess you could say the choose rule took Kyle Busch out of it, but still, yeah. Like it's, I don't know. We, we had to the wreck them all. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's different. And one other thing about this with overtime is that flop of the week. We had no practice before qualifying or yeah, the Yeah, So this save cost. costs. <sighs> then we go and wreck half the field, which is burning millions and millions of yeah, dollars back for into what? the same question for what again? My
0: word of the flop. day: integrity. This is our biggest race. We have special guests coming to this race. Travis Pastrana, Connor Daly, Jimmy Johnson. And we don't let them even shake down their car before they go race their way into the 500. What are we doing? This is our biggest race. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't want to
1: dive into the duels or qualifying too much here, but Chandler Smith missed the Daytona 500. Essentially, because there was no practice. Yes,
0: yeah, so he couldn't practice coming down pit road. Oh. Connor Daly, his yeah. car was twerking on the back straight. Like he, his car was twerking. I mean, they could certainly yeah. figure that out with at least fifty minutes of practice. I mean, was it really not in the schedule? Like, come on. Are you serious?
1: And that's Vinnie not Hamlin, okay. said on, Hamlin said on his podcast yes. that NASCAR told him. That, oh, well, we thought the teams didn't want practice on the super speedways. But it's like they need some practice before qualifying and, and the duels. They can't just hop into the cars at the duels and not do anything. Like, give them like a 30 minute shakedown session yeah. and that'd be good enough, I think. It's also but the, beginning, year, of the, gonna undo it, it's the beginning of the year. It's the
0: beginning of the year. It's like they haven't I done
1: anything since November. I don't care if it's a super speedway race. Y'all need to practice. Y'all haven't done this. Like, and you have. Like you said, we have Pastrana, we had Daly, Jimmy Johnson. They haven't done this yet. Why in do hot we want or them forever. on we don't want them on
0: the track under racing dangerous. conditions? That is dangerous. Thank you. Yeah.
1: God. Yeah. Like, that but is a anyway, flop. That is a big flop. It is a flop. Big flop. Um but yeah. False equivalency for that. It's just like why no. we're saving costs here, but we don't care about it here. I don't I don't get it. So um,
0: let's talk about the last three yeah. Daytona 500s going because I am a huge fan of that streak that we had going on where Hamlin was win, winning a lot of 500s. We had Kurt Busch win it off of, you know, he saved fuel. Um, we had kind of, um, I even did not, it was kind of stupid. I didn't hate completely when Austin Dillon won the 500. Don't listen, don't <laughs> chill out. Chill out. I understand. It's kinda People trashy. are
1: typing as you speak. They
0: hate me now. Joey Logano winning the 500, blocking, um, controlling the pack. Right, Dale Jr. Obviously, like that streak we had. But Michael McDowell winning the 2000. 2000- I go did, well. We recorded episodes then, right? You could go back and find it. Holy cow! We've been recording a long time. Anyways, um,
1: <laughs> no, we're in our third year of doing this. Holy,
0: third anyways. Year. But my point is. That left a bad taste in my mouth. And yeah. it's just like... I still can't just shake it. It's just like... The way he won it too. He, the, the path split open for him. And he just... He did nothing to win that race. I'm sorry. He did. But he... You yeah. know you know what I mean. Like... And then I think Austin Sendrick's a little bit different. Because he was up front all day. Um, Michael oh, McDowell yeah. kind of was too when he won. But, you know, Sendrick, he... That was different, um, but yeah. So these are last three Daytona 500 champions. They have a combined total of five career wins, all of them on super speedways. Ricky's, you know, the most, um, I guess what's the word, uh, awarded out of all of them with his three career wins, and he's made the playoffs like a few times, I guess. And yeah, it's
1: yeah. cool,
0: but you know, uh. Is this the last really... three
1: 500 winners only have five career wins, is what we're saying. Yes. Yeah.
0: Is this really okay for the sport's biggest race? You know?
1: Is it? Cause... And so, I don't think so. And I got a lot of crap for this on Twitter. People are mad at me. Um, I think it's fine. Are they? To... For the day let me finish, Zach. No, let me finish. No, I didn't I know they were mad. At you. That's
0: what I was saying. Sorry. Continue. Oh
1: yes, I'm people gonna check are right mad now. at me. So, um, I had to mute some conversations on Twitter. People were getting annoyed. No offense, if that's y'all, I was just getting tired. Anyway, uh, I think it's fine for the Daytona 500 itself to have three underdog, if you want to call it that, winners, right? But that can't be your biggest race on the schedule where underdogs are just, you know, winning every single year, then, like, what, you know? I feel like your biggest race of the year should be something that takes your overall schedule, your whole season, and it's the hardest race to win. Not from luck, but from skill, right? I think the Daytona 500 is the hardest race to win on luck. It takes a a different kind of skill, that you don't use throughout the majority of the season, right? So uh, to me, the premier race of NASCAR should be the Southern 500. And people were replying to me like, oh, well, Ricky Cravens won at Darlington before. Ward Burton won at Darlington before. Regan Smith won in 2011. Eric Jones last year. I'm like, yeah, I know. Underdog winners. Eric Jones won that
0: boy twice, though. Y'all got y'all got chill out. Eric Jones won that boy twice. Put some respect on him, Put please. Put some respect on
1: Eric Jones, please. Name. Yeah. Please.
0: You're welcome, so, Bowie.
1: <laughs> but seriously, the Southern 500 is the pristine, it's like the NASCAR race, you know? Like, it's just grit. It's 500 miles, it's a very difficult track. And you don't just luck into it like you can at Daytona. Like, Trevor Bain has won the Daytona 500. And I I understand Regan Smith has won the Southern 500. But, like, that,
0: that, that's not the same. They're still more not, legit. It's not the same. No, I will say this right now. Trevor Bayne and Regan Smith winning their races is way more legit than Michael McDowell winning the Daytona 500. I honestly, I think I wouldn't agree with you necessarily if Michael McDowell didn't win. If it's Stenhouse and Austin Cindric and, I don't know, Logano, that's different for me. I
1: see oh, like Michael McDowell is a really good super speedway. Racer, I agree. But I just No, I, I agree. Just, that's why I picked him. Michael McDowell's my pick to win the five hundred no, again this year.
0: I agree. Again, he was in position. I'm not saying he didn't deserve to win it. The way he won it though mm-hmm. just isn't really but that could happen yeah. in under any. that but wasn't even an overtime
1: thing, so maybe I'm kind of being Yeah. Eh, but I don't To go back to my to go back to my point, you've been mentioning integrity a lot tonight. And the Southern 500 being NASCAR's biggest race, let's just say hypothetical scenario, scenario, different world here. Southern 500 is NASCAR's premier race. It is marketed as the NASCAR race. Everyone watches the Southern 500, okay? It would just be a better image for NASCAR. The integrity would be a lot better, in my opinion. Where it's like, oh my gosh, these guys just raced their asses off to race all night long and they couldn't make any mistake because you're by that wall all night long at Darlington. And then they won. It's like, oh my gosh, they just did that. While at Daytona, it's just like, you're in a lottery trying not to wreck. And I know it takes certain skill and everything, but they're not it's just not the same. The biggest race, here's my point, Yes. Your biggest race should not be different from a majority of your schedule. That is a whole different different style of racing. Daytona, Talladega, Atlanta. Very different from your majority of your schedule. Darlington is more like your majority of your schedule. And it's probably the hardest track on the schedule. There. People are still mad at me, I, I guess. And I don't know.
0: I understand what you're saying. You'll
1: always have underdogs winning... The races, but Daytona—it happens all the time.
0: I agree with that's most. Way three less often than others. I don't mm-hmm. like the point of it being like it can't be a different race because um, the Indy 500 is the only super speedway race, basically, in IndyCar. <laughs> Which, like, I—that's different in in of of itself okay. because it's like
1: I think it's very different.
0: The Indy 500 is not just IndyCar's biggest race; it's bigger than IndyCar. It's—it's it's not even like. Yeah, it's not even basically Indy, Indy the
1: Indy 500 takes an immense amount of driving but then, talent yes, and it skill. The yes. Daytona 500 does. Know, Alex is mad. That's more about <laughs> luck. It's more about no. Luck you're right. At Daytona. I agree.
0: I'm not even. I'm not even arguing. Okay, that. you're right. I'm not even well, arguing against you. Like, I understand. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, in context context is everything mm-hmm. and that goes back to the ricky craven yes. thing that goes back to any of the people that have won at darlington you mm-hmm. don't it's hard to look into wins at darlington but you can look into a win very anywhere. hard you can look into a win at you well. you always look into a win in mario kart but i'm what i'm trying to say is context is everything yeah okay and of course daytona mm-hmm. 500 in context is always going to be the most prestigious race because it's daytona it's NASCAR's history. Darlington, you know, Pete Davidson's not going to show up to Darlington, right? But that's with context. But you're right just talking about it in a functional sense. It doesn't make sense for Daytona to be our biggest race. You're right. 100%. That, that's my
1: point. Like, yes. I know they will never change that. It's too late to do that. They should have done they it 60-some yeah. years ago if they were going to do that. It's too late. I understand that. I will that. say, though. But it's just a stock when our biggest race is just a lottery And they're wrecking all the time. And that's why I think they should just change the overtime. I
0: kind of wish Darlington, though. I mean, Darlington can't even get put on NBC half the time. Like,
1: races like Darlington,
0: races like Bristol Night, they need to be made into actual big crown jewel events. Like, you know, like, I think you've got that money to spend. Make it a huge event. Because we've talked last year after the IndyCar Iowa weekend. You need to have some big, I think the six hundred. Honestly, does a fine job, but that's mostly with all the military propaganda they have going on there. That makes it more of a show, I yeah. guess. But Darlington yeah. and Bristol, and when we used to do the Brickyard, I think that could all be a bigger show when NASCAR For comes. Sure. Um just to make it yeah, so that there is at least more than just Daytona. That's a big deal to win, right? And yeah, you know, I think there will always be underdogs. I mean, heck, J.R. Hildebrand almost won the day, t- or. <laughs> The Indy 500 and um Alexander Rossi won the 500 as a rookie and now it's a veteran he can't win it which yeah. is so funny um yeah that's
1: a thing though that was an upset back then yeah for Rossi and it's and like now he's like one of the best there yeah, yeah
0: that's I mean it's part of it and I think honestly having three straight years of this and I think Centrix was fine I think Stenhouse obviously this finish Kyle Busch should have won this race Right, Kyle Busch should have won this race, and Joey Logano or Brad Keselowski should have won in 2021. Right? Um, that's just kind of how yeah. it is.
1: But it it's not because the rules were wrong at those. It was just the circumstances were kind of, you know. It I don't know. It's
0: them. it's a hard it's a hard thing to kind of navigate it's, and just dis- discuss yeah. because I don't want to discredit Michael McDowell for winning the Daytona 500, but the yeah. facts. I mean, what does he do besides that? He does okay. No, he what does. does he of, do. He does kind of run decently well at other. Tra- Last year yeah. he did not in twenty twenty one. He was dead weight in the playoffs, and now because of the playoffs all of these teams specialize in super speedway racing, like yeah. <laughs> which probably makes them this worse a, at other tracks. Like it honestly probably true. does. They spend so much time and resources.
1: True. And oh god, it's so no. Know- with michael mcdowell his crew chief who i think was a big reason the car ran better is with alex bowman now so i think that's going to be something to follow with him um great discussion on this i've been looking forward to talk about this all day yeah
0: um Um, i think nascar yeah i think if there's one thing i want to see i do want to see a change in the overtime rules i'm not saying get rid of overtime but i think it there's too many races that get extended on that time window i could probably go last year and just count how many had just too many. Yeah. Wasn't there an Xfinity race that had like five? I don't know if it was last year,
1: but it was like. Some, I think so. It gets,
0: yeah, no, we don't need to be spending an hour trying to get a green flag finish. But, um, yeah. Hope y'all like that because now we have more negativity. Um, we're going to take a break and we're going to talk about our favorite <laughs> broadcast partner, the U- 500 Fox Sports. We'll be right back. So, Alex, let's talk about Fox. Yes. Now, Let's let's look past the stupidly unprofessional comic book portraits of the drivers. Let's yes. look past the cringe skits. Let's look past the fact that they can't show us driver intros and they have Gabriel Gleese what I can't say his last name. The the comedian. They, yeah, Fluffy. Iglesias. Iglesias. Yeah. Um oh, I could say it. Um have him do driver intros, but it's like not the actual driver intros. It's just pre-recorded. And I, that, whatever. Let's look past all the normal stuff we complain about. But, you know, mm-hmm. this is Fox. This is the biggest NASCAR race. It's on them to show us what we can't see at the track. The race. You know, they're there to show the race, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Now, commercials have always been bad with NASCAR. I understand that. But Alex, you can agree. It did. It just felt worse. This, this, this race, it just felt worse. Yeah. And it, it did like, it's not even the, f- I don't even think it's the frequency. It's just like the fact that Fox chose the absolute worst times to go to commercial and the complete lack of side or choosing to do side by side during a caution I wanted to slap the producer in the face. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. And, you know, with the commercials, um, someone did look at the stats for this. They were on par with previous years, about the same amount, all the way back to 2001, actually. The ads have been just about the same the past 20-some years. But I think the problem is is that the commercials, we were only getting about five to seven laps. I think it averaged around seven to eight, is what I saw. We we're getting seven to eight green flag laps, and then we would go to commercial. And then for the first half of the race, we would be full screened. And I don't think we got our first side by side until stage two.
0: Yeah. I could be Something wrong on that. that.
1: Yeah. But the problem is now is that even when they're not in commercial break, we're getting ads. Mike Joy has been hired to read off ads to us. And they've always done that. When they come back from commercial, they would be like, we're presented by blah, 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 and this guy, and this one. And then they go back to the race. And we watched Digger, like, do whatever.
0: Yeah! you remember that? That was the (laughs) stupidest thing, but, like, I remember it. Digger would literally just be doing the same animation over
1: (laughs) Yes. God. So, but they used to... They've always done that, right? It's like, this isn't new. But now, when they come back... Okay, now let's check... Thank... coverage brought to you by this person, this person. And let's check in on the Coca-Cola Racing family! And now let's go on board with the Wendy's car with Miller that, no that was the worst and thing! And now let's check in on... Now let's go check in on Denny Hamlin with the FedEx on board, and now let's go to Bush Beer, who's given away this amount of money every lap every four, four laps. Like, you can do it's so, just
0: oh my god!
1: And then they would show a little bit of racing. Clint Boyer would go uh huh, and then they would go to commercial. They did and not engage
0: with the race. Do it all over
1: again. Fox
0: does not engage with the, the longer term kind of mm. meanings of a race. They don't. No. They don't. They have struggled no. to. They Larry Mack knows what's happening, but they
1: won't turn his mic on. <laughs> no, even with Larry Mack, they came back from commercial. I love Larry Mack, but they came back from commercial and they went to Larry full screen. We can't see the race. We just we were just in commercial. We had like two minutes of Larry. We went an amazing job, but we couldn't see the race. Like they couldn't so, wreck and at any I moment. I use up two minutes of yes. yeah. They used two minutes full screen not showing the race with Larry. That could have been like in the corner. They have NBC. NBC would have done this. So this is why I tweeted. I just want to see something. Let's give NBC 500. Just one time. We used to alternate it back in the day. Let's do it again. I just want to see something. Because NBC, I think, would do a way better job. Just overall. What I the- don't think they would time their commercials terribly I don't think we'd miss nearly as much. Like, you're still going to have commercials with NBC. You're still going to have, like, and here's the onboard camera. I, I think so so and so. But
0: What Fox mm-hmm. needs to do, they did this, I believe, for the duels. I forgot what sponsor it was. Crank It Up was sponsored, I believe. And I'm like, oh, that's... Yeah, what? why hasn't that happened before? That's, that's brilliant. Crazy. If you want to insert sponsors into your broadcast, make it meaningful. Hell, make Larry Mack a sellout this is strategy brought to you by where well, Larry does his whole spiel, and then he's like, now, guys, I'm ready to retire, and if you're ready to retire, too, you can text this number every lap that ends in a four, which hashtag oh Bush401K. You know what? Do it. I mean, like, make it m- on the meaningful parts of the podcast at least.
1: Like, yeah, you know? I don't know, man. I And I think the other problem with this, with the commercial specifically, is that we are now living in an F1 world, and you know F1's been around, but we have commercial F1, free has Formula One the game. Races. Yes, they have. Yep, and they are catching up to NASCAR in the ratings in the United States. Yep, and more young people are watching F1. I've been watching F1. You've been watching. So F1. many of my kids at work know what F1
0: is, and they know who Max and Lewis are. Yeah, like.
1: Yeah, it's they, they've they changed growing. the game, and, and sure, the ads have been the same the past few years. But I think F1's just changed it. You can't do that anymore. It's, different. I don't think you can yeah. do full screen ads anymore. I don't think you can do as many. You have, they have to pay it. I understand. And it's gonna be interesting. I hope something changes with the video. Something needs to change. And I hesitate to say, oh, well, all the commercial breaks should be. Side by side. But then the entire race will just be side by side. We won't even have a broadcast. It'll just be side by side the entire time. I don't know. I don't know what they do. I think I suggested before, I'm going to suggest it again, is that the NASCAR Premier sponsors, that money should go toward the TV and be like, hey, you know, this segment of the race is brought like stage one is brought to you by Geico stage two is brought to you by Xfinity stage three is brought to you by Bush like all the main sponsors like I don't know do something like that to help maybe I don't I think a premium
0: subscription Uh, service where you get it with no ads would be cool for us actual like nascar i mean if you're casually watching nascar i don't think you really care about the commercials (laughs) to be honest but like if you care about nascar and you want to pay that extra money to have no commercials i feel like that needs to be an option somehow but that's Mm -hmm. more of a new tv contract thing i think at least i will give fox credit we did not get interrupted that much in that those last few green flag stints which is the most important part Very of the true. race. I will give them credit. So if we have to have more frequent because like I was mad at the time, but I was mad when it was happening, but like now that I look back on it, I'm okay with the commercial. I'm not okay with it, but like I understand. And at least the end we didn't get too many, but also
1: yeah. Whatever.
0: But it but then again, it's like side by side during caution. Why? And then also you missed Christopher yeah. Bell make a pass for the lead. You missed Bubba Wallace hit the wall. You missed um you're not even following most of the pit strategy like it's just stuff like that
1: the one that irritated me the most was when they were on board with tyler reddick who was already wobbly and they're like we're gonna go side by side he's literally wobbling on screen nbc they've done this before they will cancel commercial yes and just stay on please it's and Back in the day, also about twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, Fox would cut out from a commercial and be like, "Crash!" You know? Yes. They don't do that anymore. They they were in commercial for like five seconds and they started wrecking. When they wrecked, and fifteen years ago it came back.
0: Yeah, when they wrecked during side by side, they didn't come back. And there was one moment I it was I think it was Alex Bowman where he got like sideways. And, like, did the Kyle Busch thing where he was, like, on the apron and still on the track and he was, like, saving it? I think it was Bowman. It was somebody. Mm -hmm. It was late in the race. I I still have not seen it. Mm -mm. Like, what is Fox? What race is Fox watching? Like, what?
1: I don't think they are watching the race.
0: I would love if they They could show us
1: the race. (laughs) Yeah. They. And, by the way, when you mentioned Bubba hitting the wall, that was a. Big moment of the race. Bubba Wallace could have just led this whole race. He was in the lead, he was, yeah. Had one, he had one of the best cars. He hits the wall as the leader, and that kind of... a. I think he broke a toe link after that. Yeah. They don't really talk about it, you know? They're just like, oh, Bubba hit the wall. That's a hard hit. Let's go to Wendy's now. <laughs> like, I don't know if that actually happened, but still. And you also... Um, they also, Fox also just, they miss passes for the lead as well. Like they miss Christopher Bell passing. I think you might've mentioned that. It was so
0: hard to but, follow the race. If you did not have Twitter, that is not acceptable. Yes. Oh my
1: gosh. That is and unacceptable. Half the, half the time things would happen during commercial. It's like Jeff Gluck would tweet. Oh my gosh, this just happened. And all the replies are like in commercial. Um, yeah, I don't know. At
0: that point, the and frequency the way, of the commercials has to change. If like that much stuff yes, happens in commercial, like it's something's yeah. got to change.
1: And by the way, I pay attention to the TV when they're in side by side. I don't look at the damn TV when they're in full screen commercial. So these com- these commercial provider whatever, I I'm not looking at your ad during full screen ads. Very I'm looking true during side by side. But as I said earlier, I worry that if we say we want more side by side, they'll make the whole array side by side. You know? That's what I worry if we push it too hard. But, um... I don't know. And then Fox also did their usual weird stuff. They had zoom-ins, which they didn't have Thursday. Thursday was probably their best broadcast in, like, 10 years for the duels. I don't know what... I don't know what happened. And then Boyer was doing his Boyer thing. They were zooming in. Like, at one point, they were zoomed all the way in on whoever was leading the race at the time. And after the race they didn't give a single update on if drivers were okay because a lot of wrecks had just happened. So like if your favorite driver um, was in a wreck, you had to be on social media, specifically Twitter to find out, you know, if your driver was like, okay, like, you know, these cars are safe now, but last year we had all these concussions and everything. Like my grandma asked me, Hey, was so-and-so okay. And I'm like, yeah, then I sent her the tweet. She's like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, it's just a lot of people just don't know that Fox should have said something. Like, yeah. have Bob, give Bob Hawkers a mic and say, Bob, is everyone okay? Yes. Okay. Thank you. And move on. But yeah. Thanks, thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Um, one more thing on Fox is the helmet cam. God. And before we, t- before we talk about the blurriness... Something that really annoyed me is that Fox Sports is acting like they invented this. They. It's been around for a while.
0: They are literally like.
1: <laughs> like, you're, girl, you, you did not invent the wheel. Calm they down. thought Fox. they
0: invented the camera. They invented television broadcasting. They, they invented apparently. NASCAR. They invented it. They built Daytona, not built Fox built Daytona. God. God. Mm. No, but anyway, that that's that's been annoying me. But it yeah. was mildly so the, fascinating. But the blurring yeah. of the dash cam, it was worse on Thursday night. They it was I don't know if it was because it was daytime or if they actually like toned back the blur. But like mm-hmm. what could what, number one, you cannot see anything on it anyways, I don't think. Because it's like the thing's vibrating. The steering wheel's literally blocking it. And most of the shots they showed. What is on the dash cam? That is so important that you
1: don't want other teams to see. So in between Thursday and Sunday, NASCAR tried talking with the teams and said, Hey, can we unblur this or what can we unblur? And if you notice during the race, Stuart Haas racing, they let Fox unblur it. There can whenever they were on board with a the Haas car, to it Tony, was not blurred.
0: They talked to Tony they slipped him a few yeah, extra Tony's bucks. in the booth. <laughs> Tony's. A- they slipped him a few extra dollars. They're like, hey, let us get a... Let us get a, you know... Let us get Pretty that on blur. Like, what is on that um, dash cam? You keep your then, p- private pictures on that dash cam? Like, what is going on?
1: But then they went on board with, I think it was Chastain, a track house car, and it was all blurred. So it's like... God. Mm, I don't know. What is Ross What's Chastain one? watching?
0: What is he watching? Formula your One is fight? a
1: lot... F one has a has a lot more, you know, technicalities and stuff. I would think F one would all that stuff blurred. It ain't blurred over there. Yeah,
0: it honestly just
1: looks stupid. It looks stupid. There's it does. no. It just looks stupid. I'm sorry. It does. I, I I will say, I won't go as far to give a flop of the week. I don't know if you're still going to or not, but I
0: won't give it a flop because re- it doesn't
1: look as stupid as it did Thursday. Okay. On Thursday you're ready to give a flap of the week. It looks stupid. But, um, <laughs> it did look stupid then. But I think it's good that all the drivers I believe all all forty cars have it now. Because NASCAR has that data and you can watch it on their website for free. Which is really cool. Um, I, I think that's a sleigh actually that we have that on all forty now. But um I don't know. Hopefully it gets better. Like this is Yeah. It's just a silly thing. And then you have Mike Joy and Clint Boyer on Twitter defending it. It's like... Well, also Thursday...
0: Go, not, going back to Thursday, uh-huh. the worst thing Fox did was the Blur Cam thing. But then Sunday yeah. we see what the show is and we're like, okay, that's not the, that's the least of our concerns. Um,
1: yeah. You know. I don't know how Fox regressed from Thursday to Sunday. Like, I was oh so... God.
0: Oh. They need to do a better job just mm-hmm. following the race and up actually like cat like in the camera crew for NASCAR races is not like Fox. It's like they follow every like they they go to all of the races, so it's not Fox. So it's like I'm pretty sure the cameras are catching it.
1: Can you please show us? Like I don't know. Um. This, that reminds me, you know the TVs at the racetrack. Yes, that like the fans can look at. They had a bit with Michael Waltrip, again, we couldn't see the race. They just had Michael Waltrip running down around there. He's like, we have all these fans here watching the race on Fox. It was one of those TVs at the track. That ain't Fox. They're also at the one track. Of the TVs why would they the- watch it yeah. on Fox? At why the would track.
0: you? Why would you ever purposely watch it on Fox when you're at the track? Uh,
1: that made me laugh, though. It's like, they, we're not watching on You're going to see more girl. of the
0: race if you're in the infield. You're still going to see more of the race than if yeah. you watch it on Fox Sports. Oh, boy. God. You'll actually know when yep. whoever takes the... Jesus. I'm... That's Fox. They need to do something. We'll see how... We'll see what California looks like this weekend. I'm... I mean, the ship's kind of sailed, I think, for both of us. I'm kind of over it. And Mike Joy's not even the same anymore, to be honest with you. He's just reading ads all day.
1: I love Mike Joy, but the thing that really frustrates me about him specifically is that he'll kind of mock the fans. It's like, you don't think we're going to go side-by-side again, do you? And then it's like... Oh yes, we will. Then they go to side by side. He's petty. He's on Twitter, yeah, and it's yeah, just defending it. And then it's someone found a tweet of his from twenty seventeen. It's like stage race, stage racing is going to give us less ads, and everyone found that tweet. No, wait, that
0: makes me even more mad. That's why I'm mad about the commercials because we had two stage breaks and we still have all these commercials during green flag racing. I'm gonna hit somebody. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. y'all take a break and let the car, the drivers get out of the cars and dance a little bit, yeah, yeah. and then we get all these commercials. Then whatever y'all are pretending yeah. to do, because that we shouldn't great. have the same frequency of commercials as we did in 2007, because we have guaranteed mm-hmm. cautions now. If we need to, and add, we're not nearly as
1: popular. Why does it cost so much?
0: If we need to add another I stage,
1: I think because of the TV deal, it was so expensive. Um, but. Well, I know, but NASCAR is like half as
0: popular, right? So it it's like ads; host? they have to do hella ads. You know what I mean? Because they they have to pay yeah, the bill. Yeah. But um. Fair. But what I'm saying is, I would even get this. I would take another stage if it meant actual guaranteed less commercials. But accounting for that, the fact that you're using all three stage breaks to get as many commercials out of the way as possible, I don't need to right. hear the. No, I'm gonna. I'm mad. I don't need to hear an interview from a driver after a stage break. I really don't care. No, I don't. I really don't care care about that. Show me pit stops and then show me commercials for ten minutes. Okay, fifteen. I don't care. And then come back. Green flag, or maybe one minute of Larry talking to us. Green flag. Let's go. Yep. Like
1: legit. I'm down for that.
0: I legit and make the races shorter so this doesn't take whatever. There's a lot they can do. Yeah. I understand some of it's out of Fox Fox's control, but some of it, though, with not seeing the race, not cutting back to com- from commercial, um, not showing us stuff that happened, they they no unacceptable, unacceptable. So that's yep. the ugly because what's what's a race if we can't see it? Because yeah, so true. Yep. Yep. But um, I think hmm. I said this earlier. I thought about like I would almost switch overtime to the ugly just because that really whatever but it
1: easily could have been interchangeable
0: yeah so let's go ahead take a break and we're going to talk about the tea and then make our fantasy picks All right. welcome back to the gay racing broad lord have mercy (laughs) what did I say I was going to make a joke I was going to say welcome back to the gay racing podcast brought to you by Wendy's uh, <laughs> Oh my God. Only. Um anyways so welcome to the tea What well, who's who's yes. sponsoring the tea? Lipton? Lipton, Lipton sponsored the tea <laughs> Well you, the can Lipton tea. Tea. you can
1: get you can get tea
0: Shut up Well can't you get tea from Wendy's?
1: Probably Wendy's iced tea <laughs> It's the Wendy's
0: Iced Tea. Order now on the app to get 20% off. <laughs> so, so the first topic on our Wendy's Iced Tea. <laughs> God, let me stop. Oh, okay, I- for real. So let's talk good about Fox for one second. Um, yes, they're having that rotating thing in the booth again where they have a bunch of different guest analysts. So Tony Stewart did it for Daytona. He'll be back in the booth for Fontana and then again when we go super speedway racing at Atlanta and then Danica Patrick comes back for Vegas and Phoenix. I believe those are the two s- same events she did last year and I'm exci- excited for that. She's great on TV. So, yeah, I'm so cool.
1: excited. Yeah, you and I are the only people who are excited for that. Everyone else is like, oh, well, uh, everyone I'm like, else hates
0: everyone else hates women. So. That's why. Like so legi- true. legitimately. I'm I'm not even capping. Yeah.
1: Like I I think she's going to be she's just fun and she's yeah. good at it. I think she's good at it. Yeah,
0: she's like comfortable in the booth too and she's she surprisingly has good chemistry with with uh Clint. So. Yeah. 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 Um so anyways, um Tony Stewart um announced speaking of, he's going to race full time in the NHRA Top Alcohol Dragster. Um, cool. Yes. He's legit, legitimately serious about this. Like, Which we kind of knew he was, obviously. He has a his teams in it so, now.
1: Yeah. He just loves the race. Like, he's... That guy just loves This the is race. His I don't new think you're ever gonna get him out of a car. This
0: is his new fixation. Yeah, he's hyper-fixating! He's hype. Shut up. No, we did not. Tony Stewart is hyper-fixating on the on drag racing <laughs> No, that's why I could never be Uh, rich because I would just hyper fixate on like so many different things.
1: Honestly, though, for real though, this week I'm hyper fixating on renovating my kitchen. No,
0: Alex, imagining it's like you open your NASCAR team and then you're like, I kind of like that's what it's kind of boring. That's Rick Ware's problem. He hyper. He's probably hyper fixating on all the different series.
1: He's Rick Rick Ware's fixated on Supercross right now. I completely forgot he does
0: Supercross.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh. His driver's Joey Savacchi. I think they're actually running decent, like at least top ten. So cool. Okay, Slight. good for him. Yeah, good for him. But yeah, well, cool for Tony Stewart though, for real. Yeah, good for him. Um, this next one, NASCAR is in talks with New York City, Denver, Seattle, Mexico, and Canada about possible races in the future mm, street races the entire country of Mexico <laughs>
0: like what does that mean <laughs> The I, entire. I believe
1: Mexico and Canada Mexico and Canada could be like actual road courses like I could Canada could be um Montreal for example no
0: the entire country of Canada be. they are talking to
1: <laughs> Mexico they're gonna do Baja NASA's God. gonna run the Baja One Thousand.
0: It'll still be shorter than the Daytona 500.
1: <laughs> so true. So, New York City, it sounds like that's actually like genuinely. That needs to happen, to, to be the honest.
0: Talks. That needs to happen, I feel like. It's NASCAR, it's America, New York City. It's new. Oh my God. Shut up. Fox opens the broadcast. Alicia Keys is narrating. And then oh. her song plays also. New Believe. York. Concrete, you know, like that, like the Empire State
1: of Mind, baby. Yeah, I'm down for that.
0: I think that is perfect. I just wrote their opening segment. Yeah, so you did. That's great. Like Alicia talks about what it takes to live in New York and what it takes to win Mm. in NASCAR because those are the same thing.
1: (laughs) God, they they would do that too. No, they would. I'm really surprised F1 didn't get the New York deal first i'm assuming it's just nascar I mean, here
0: there's so many big cities
1: in america like they have
0: las vegas true. and miami i mean
1: and LA, i mean think about it la's still there NASCAR's too gonna have la nascar's gonna have la and new york class chicago and possibly new york isn't that a song? the biggest three? what song
0: lyric is like la didn't new- you isn't that pitbull lyric oh yeah it is dude it's that goes hard no, that's another they flop on the opening. That's another flop on Fox when Pitbull was on and he said, Um, Ross off the chain, no, off the wall, off the chain, Chastain, and then Clint Boyer is later is trying to repeat it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was cringy. <laughs> um
0: LA to New York. Like, then we can, it's all it's um on the floor of Jennifer Lopez. That's what it is. Um
1: You know Oh, that's what it is. You know what they should do? They should have Pitbull do like the intro song. Like, you know, NBC has had uh, like Shelton and stuff. God, they should have Pitbull do one of those. Yeah,
0: Jackson Todd needs a break.
1: <laughs> He's been,
0: yeah, Jackson. <laughs> I mean, I love what Jackson, Jackson
1: needs to. Well, he did. Yeah.
0: So NBC hired him to do the intro. I'm being for real, mm-hmm. and and I just I love Jackson. I really do. But I I like something new. I want, I want
1: something new. So yeah. I think Pitbull can do it. Change is good. Change is good. Yeah. They can move Jackson to like a Larry Mack roll or yeah. something. If or have him do a pre race concert. Role.
0: They can have him do a pre race concert. Yeah. yeah. Jackson could do that. I le- legitimately yeah. miss ZZ Ward doing Running Down a Dream, though. That was a great intro. That was my favorite ever. That song slapped.
1: People did not like that. That was one of my favorites. I love that they one. They can
0: fight me because, like, no, nah, they can fight me on that one. I will literally die on that hill. That was a good one.
1: We are, we are very off topic. Um, so, yeah, New York dream. City. Sorry
0: denver no i don't again so, who's gonna be at denver jeff gluck barney visser that's it <laughs>
1: Jesus. you're not wrong i mean no i think i've i've been to denver i think that would be a really cool city right. for some sort of i don't of even race. know what denver and, looks and like what, to be
0: honest with you <laughs> no.
1: it's that's one of the prettiest cities i've ever been to. i believe it uh, i think denver You'd have, like, the mountains in the background, you know... I think we got California, we already have mountains.
0: We got plenty of mountains.
1: <laughs> imagine they race through the mountains. That'd be too dangerous. That's some EA
0: Sports-type beat. That's yeah. literally Devil's Canyon <laughs> EA Sports. <laughs> so, we are... we are. But, sorry, we're off the chain Ross Chastain right now, sorry. So,
1: but, um... Chain Chastain. <laughs> um... But IndyCar was talking to Denver as well, if you recall. Uh So something's gonna happen in Denver, Uh I imagine. We've talked about it. Uh it Uh-oh. You gotta
0: be careful when you Um, talk to two people at once now. You don't want them to find out about each other.
1: True. Don't be cheating. Don't be cheating, folks. Um, Seattle. uh, They have the road course out in Portland for Xfinity. Uh, They're talking to Seattle, apparently. Uh, Mexico and Canada. I think you need to do one of those two maybe both i think canada makes the most sense though they only stopped because of covid yeah um i don't know much circuit, to say about that circuit
0: jillsville new is lo-
1: a great track yes i would rather nascar see how chicago goes before we start booking new york denver seattle Let's see how Chicago goes first I mean, before we get ahead well, of ourselves.
0: The, to, but, to be fair, though, it's not even about the race at that point. It's about the fact that NASCAR is in New York. You know, I think... Go ahead and book yeah. it. You know what I mean? That's my opinion on it, but that's just me. Um, okay. But I think New York would be cool. Um, Legitimately. I wonder what part of New York it would be in. Not that I know New York very well, but like, is it... Because you know what well, I'm Well, Formula
1: picturing? E... I'm picturing Formula it, E has a race there, so I imagine it'd be near that or near that track ish. I don't know exactly where it is in New York.
0: I mean, if F one can race at Las Vegas and race down the strip, why can't can we race in Times Square?
1: That'd be crazy. I mean I mean I guess F one is doing that, so I mean why not? That
0: would literally probably shut down the city, but like, hey, it's NASCAR. Yeah. No, nah, I don't know,
1: but NASCAR. I wonder.
0: I just yeah. want to see what it would look like because is it going to be the actual like New York part with skyscrapers and screens everywhere, yeah. or is it going to be
1: like I believe yeah. that there was part of this article said they're talking to East Rutherford, New Jersey, which is where like all of the like Taylor Swift would perform at this venue. It'd be like the Nashville track. Okay. Like you could see the New York skyline. That's what fair enough. Yeah, it'd I mean, be in New Jersey, real- but it's still like in New York.
0: That's more yeah. realistic. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Does yeah. that mean technically Martin? Um, Tru- Dude, Martin Truex has another home track. Martin Truex is—he has another home big track. Move. Holy crap! Holy crap!
1: <laughs> oh man, uh, let's talk about this really quick. We're almost to the end here. Richard Petty is Petty. Is He's Petty having trouble adjusting to Jimmy's part? of legacy motor club. Um, did you did you see about this, Richard Petty? He was talking to the media and basically said that kind of took him aback and he's not as doesn't have much say as he used to. Yeah but
0: like Jimmy has nothing to do with it
1: because he sold his stake well before
0: like Jimmy yeah. came
1: in. And then so when these this started coming out It was reported, yeah, Richard Petty had sold his stake to Mara Gallagher, who owns GMS. So I don't understand why he's saying this right at the start of the season. And then they asked Jimmy Johnson about it, and Jimmy's like, he's never told me anything. Kind of, I don't know. It was weird to me. Richard Petty kind of said, well, Jimmy does things differently from I do, and he has all these ideas. Um, I don't know. Kind of a weird thing to say right before the season I why don't would he, you he, say he probably it? wasn't supposed to yeah he probably wasn't supposed to say anything <laughs> honestly i but,
0: mean he legit yeah does he legitimately have any stake in the team anyways like
1: i don't believe he's so.
0: literally just a figurehead
1: i believe he's like an advisor okay like that's like his title that he has no stake in the team anymore. But yeah, so it like an advisor, you can appoint Gallagher's anybody. And Jimmy Johnson.
0: Yeah, you can yeah. appoint anybody to be an advisor because they don't actually have any power. But if you need to ask somebody, so I mean, you know, it. Yeah. I, it's. I mean, yeah. He. You don't say something like that. It, that is petty. That is very
1: petty for you to say. Um. Yeah. You um, want to hear something that's really petty? Oh yeah. Hey, and then the Legacy Motor Club family here. Uh Wendy's, sponsor sponsored listen, Noah Gregson... Wendy's does not play. They, that girl does not play. With our Wendy's tea that we are spilling today, Wendy spilled some of that tea all over McDonald's this weekend. Because Wendy's, they put out a quote, their chief of marketing officer put out this quote. Fans have been praising Wendy's scheme all week. We can't say the same goes for our mcbland competitors at wendy's we don't cut corners that's so funny clap if you understand what i'm saying
0: i mean i'm clapping bubba's paint scheme sucks dog it that is the worst mcdonald's paint scheme i think i have ever seen whoever no let me not get mean, but like that's not a good paint scheme i'm sorry
1: when McDonald's started remodeling all of their restaurants to look like gray, boring office buildings, they made them not look red and yellow anymore. Like that was—it's so depressing now. And now they put it on the car. What, like what, what? Why would you do that? Last year's scheme was perfect. You literally
0: did not have to change it. That's what brands it's need so to good. stop changing their paint scheme every year. Because I think like Denny Hamlin. They lose Denny, it. They lose their identity. Denny Hanlon's kind of got a good cycle going where FedEx will run a scheme for like three years and then another one for mm. another... Th- like, I think it's literally been like every three years he has a scheme. Almost. Like, um, mm-hmm. this current scheme, I love it. And like, honestly, I I don't know. I don't... It's literally like... Why is the McDonald's car mostly black? Where Noah Grugson's car is car. literally full of color. And it's full, it's grabbing yeah. your attention. That's, that's the point. You're trying to grab attention because you are a race car. Like you're, come on.
1: I don't yeah. know. And by the way, 2311's graphic designer, Blackbeard is really good. Oh
0: yeah, he like, is. Like one
1: of the best out there. And it's probably and not he his put fault. Out his own, yeah. No, he, he himself said that he was given a color palette and they wanted gray to be the main color. And, I think he did what he could with it. I think his render looks better than it does on the track. I yeah. don't know if you go to his Twitter and look at that. But yeah. I just think it's funny. God we kinda have like you know how like the beers used to like kinda fight in uh yeah, like a Budweiser and uh Miller? It's kinda like that again, which I think be that's cool to have.
0: God this paint scheme sucks. I'm looking at It's sad. It's literally just a gray car with a red not even a full red hood. It's just a red like app icon. Like kind of. Like it's what their stores look like now. I That's cool, but like that's not what your graphics look like, I'm sure. Like you can't look like that. That's ridiculous. That's embarrassing. That is actually embarrassing that you (sighs) whatever. (laughs) <laughs> i'm obviously just whatever that's yeah. a paint scheme flop of the year slay to wendy's just for i don't know that was I, we need more of that energy from our sponsors we that's do. some legit sponsor involvement i like it and i think it actually kind of fits the personality of their driver well with noah Gregson. it kind of does fit it well
1: yeah so it does
0: you know
1: um few few more things here. Uh Arca, did you watch the Arca race? Uh, no, no, I took a nap
0: during it. I I, I had
1: uh, yeah, I took mm. a nap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it, it no, it, it wasn't that good of a race, but the finish was fun. Um Greg Va- van Alst Greg van Alst won in a last lap pass. He timed it perfectly, by the way. And All right, so this Mack. is a guy who he timed it perfectly. This is a guy who raced in ARCA early 2000s, but never won a race or anything. He went back to his roots and did some short track racing. And when he won, he did a really emotional interview. He was just shouting, like, in shock and excitement. Like, you know, he was saying things like, these short short track guys were not supposed to win here at Daytona. Um, and, like, we did it, stuff like that. Like, that, it was a really special moment. I was yeah. really happy for the guy. Um, and I was honestly one of the best uh, front stretch interviews because this guy was just like in shock that he won the Daytona. Full um, cool moment for ARCA. And by the way, Frankie Munez finished 11th uh, in his ARCA debut. That's
0: crazy. Where did a Zach uh... Heron? I believe Please Zach Heron.
1: Right. Yeah. Zach Heron was in one of the incidents. Wow. But I think he was toward it somewhere in the twenties. Unfortunately, um, I enjoyed that finish that Arca race. So the Arca cars normally was, get really—they get spread out. I but. was happy to see a full field.
0: I don't know if that's been normal yeah. at Daytona lately because I feel like the it's last, been dwindling. The like. last few years yeah. they struggled to get full fields for like Talladega, for example. But Daytona, they had a full field. So hey, I mean, again though, yeah. Alex. We we're gonna use our podcast money to make an Arca team.
1: We should. Who's driving? Uh, We make Jackson drive. I can drive. Not well. You'll drive. I'll drive. Or we could
0: get um. I don't know. I almost said something, but I don't want to say it on air. So
1: (laughs) you can tell me after a certain driver Um,
0: that. But
1: I don't know. Anyways, um, ah, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, Xfinity. This will be fun. So. Junior Motorsports uh, took an L and lost the race. They were running one, two, three, four. They had this race a lot single up. file, by the way. And they were
0: they. It was yeah, a train, single file. A they weren't train. side by side,
1: and it just all fell apart. I don't know how they managed to screw this up. Justin Allgaier. It kind of started when Allgaier tried making the pass. I didn't um, get that one at all. get around one of his teammates. I really did oh, That okay. was so weird and uncharacteristic It was of too Justin early. Aldire.
0: It was almost too early, I believe, when it happened. Like, I was just like, why are you doing this right now? Yeah, I,
1: because they weren't leading, I guess is what I should say. They were one, two, three, four, like, all together. Right, right, no, yeah, said. you're
0: right. No, they were second through fifth. They had to get by Austin yeah. Hill. That's what, no. Yes, they had that that's what perfectly yeah. set up. And I know whoever was first in line... For them, I want to say it was Josh Barry, but I believe like, it was Barry. So it was Barry. He was trying to get by the 21. The 21 was blocking. The Xfinity package is a lot like that old Gen 6 package where it's, there's a bubble of air. But come on, you're a line of four cars. How are you letting one RCR car keep you like you got to be patient? And I think after Josh Barry was trying, I wonder if Algier just got impatient and was like, okay, let me do this. Yeah. No. They they fumbled that bag so hard that whole wreck happened because Alguire like went to block Sam Mayer and then you know it slowed down their momentum too much. It they all stacked up and yeah. Junior Motorsports did not win. They had that in the bag. They had to just pull off one move. It was four to one. I don't care what was happening. It's single file in Xfinity cars. It's so hard to pass. You come on, they threw that so hard flop of the week because you shouldn't be losing that race in that position. There's no way.
1: Totally agree. And I, I don't know. I I don't think Barry tried making a move either. Like I don't think it was he Barry. Did. Couldn't he get was moving. Ill. He was moving. I he don't was, know if okay. he was trying
0: to actually make a move or just get him to like look in the mirrors. But more, they but... could have.
1: They could have waited because I don't think Olga needed to make that move. And then Sam Mayer ends up upside down. Like, yeah. it was just so unnecessary. Yeah. So, one more thing. We'll talk about the duels really quick. Uh, Joey Logano and Eric Almarola won the duels. Not much to say about the duels themselves, but I want to shout out Connor Daly, indie car driver, making, his say, 2,500 debut. We mentioned him a little earlier. Yeah. Me, mainly as and like we a talked joke about thing. the lack of uh,
0: practice and stuff
1: yeah that's the only thing yeah, i didn't like about the
0: duels which wasn't even the duels fault it's just you know right i thought
1: they were solid connor, this was really happy connor daly got the opportunity to race the indy not the indy 500 the daytona 500 and be able to join become the 60 second driver to race both uh daytona and indy i think that's awesome Him specifically, and I. But I'm also really glad that Elio Castroneves did not drive this car because Elio deserves a way better car than whatever the 50 car was.
0: Yeah. So. Yep. They need. Yeah. yeah. It's. Because like yeah, the 50. It's kind of sad because the 50 team did not deserve to make the race. They they didn't. But yeah. Um. They did because they. I mean, the 62 car got involved in a wreck, and you know, I would have. Love to see what Austin Hill could have done in the day five hundred, but that's just how that's just how the cookie crumbled. So Yeah. Yep. Um Yeah. Believe that's that's it though. I mean, all in all, speed yeah. speed week, speed half week. I didn't really watch speed qualifying. Day. I the the duels were cool, but a little boring. You know, but also it's the duels. Yeah, there's the not duels they're not much meaning to them anyways, so it's like
1: I just don't think there's much purpose for the duels anymore.
0: I have to a be honest. Bit of a, eh. There was a bit of a spark because it was like the first race at Daytona that week and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. It's got that going for it at least, but yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not the same as it used to be. I don't know what you have to do to bring back that magic. I don't know if it's I think honestly, not having everyone locked in, but then you have to do something to where it's like getting wrecked doesn't take you out. I don't know what it's got to be. But yeah, I would like to see them try yeah, to change up the duels cool, a little
1: bit. But...
0: At least it rewards. Yeah, I don't know it, what it awards points. At least I think honestly. Yeah, I almost wonder if the whole field should get points in the duels. I almost wonder that. To me... count it as
1: a whole race, or no, how do like, you mean?
0: But like, so since it's like half the field award, like half ish points. So the winner gets twenty, and then go down from there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Which, like,
1: yeah, I, I, I'm not opposed to that. They already do ten. Yeah. They so already my, give away twenty, basically. So they just double what they already do.
0: Yeah. And like, yeah, I think heck, a playoff point. I mean, why not? Why, why not? Why not? So like, so basically, they're just stages, yeah. like, but beefy stages. Because yeah. right now they're just stages without the playoff point. So I think that would give make it so then at least make it a points race it's like legitimately yeah. then a, like more of a points race. And then there's actual meaning to, cause I kind of forget it. They, they don't mention that when we watch the duels, they kind of forget to mention that, that they award points and it takes some yeah, they... intensity out of it.
1: Um, yeah. They don't mention that at all. Cause yeah.
0: anyways, that's, that's something I've kind of liked more and more as it's happened. The points and the duels and trucks. I did not really watch trucks and uh, it was just raining anyways. And then,
1: yeah, the truck race you know. didn't really happen. I had it on while I played video games but yeah really
0: I was happened. out Friday so oh. whatever um decent week again the 1 of 500 was the biggest thing and man I just it was deflating that finish wasn't it um it yeah 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 but we're moving on to Loved California it, but, Yeah, we're moving on to California auto club
1: last time on the regular fontana uh, track, the two mile.
0: Yeah, I, I get. I th- I mean we've talked about this enough, but
1: mm.
0: yeah, there's plenty of tracks I want to see turned into a short track. Not a Club's not one of them.
1: So. Yeah, I understand why we've talked about it. Are do you have a pick in mind for I already, Fontana? I
0: have it written down already. Okay, I'm confident so, of this one.
1: Little, re- little recap of our fantasy at Daytona. Yeah. I got the point. So the first point of the season, you Mikhail wrecked later, 25th, and you wrecked later. I did you. wreck later, but I, I still got a point. And you know what? Jones was 37. Crazy. I thought oh. about picking Kyle
0: Bush. Um, did for you? Daytona.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I had a feeling, which right. I was kind of right. Um, but anyways, so you ready, Alex? All right. Yes. All right. Three, two. You one. want to do the extra thing? Yeah. Okay, okay. I have it written down, okay. but whatever. Yeah. All right. You ready? All right. Cool. Yes. So. Oh no! You're I serious? We well. both picked Kyle Larson. Okay, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, he has two wins mm. at California. It's his home track. Um, it's obviously it fits his I, driving style. Let me do the phone thing too. It's I a last like race that. there. That's
1: fun. I yeah, do that. it's kind. It's easier to do.
0: Okay, I want to do that then.
1: Ooh. All
0: right. Better. I got my second one locked and loaded. Well, oh, not locked and loaded, but right. I, I'm loading it.
1: Literally. All right. I am How do you ready. get it the full
0: screen? Hold on, I'm being a grandpa. Okay, I got it. All right, you ready?
1: Like you do sometimes, Grandpa? Shut up. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> hey, you, you used that on me the other day. Come on, okay. Grandpa, ready? are
0: you ready? How many, how, many you times ready? Are, how many times do I have to ask you? Oh my gosh! Okay, down, girl, come down. All right, sh- let's go. Let's show. Tyler Reddick. Okay, Kyle Bush. I can't, can't even. even can you computer. see mine?
1: Yeah, I see yours. I Mine's couldn't installed. really. T-
0: you need to use simpler my... pictures. I can't tell who the hell that was. You could have said Kurt Bush, and I'd be like, Yeah, what? <laughs> show me that so, picture again. My show Tyler... me that picture
1: again. I think it's because of my webcam. Let me do that. No. Still, I still can't see that. Is
0: that his yeah, clash like paint that. scheme?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a cool car.
0: At the we Tyler
1: need Tyler Reddick and you got Kyle Busch. We
0: need to. You need to find pictures that are like, either just find the car number or like the driver's face, because I can't tell. It was like he was okay. sitting. He was like, "What did Tyler Reddick say on the show?" That on the... The pre-race show, they had a cringe segment where it was, like, um... It was, like, new teammate pairings. See, Mike, you can't even see his face. I don't know what's wrong with that. Because he's white? I don't know. (laughs) No, but... (laughs) No, but, um... Yeah. The... Did you see that segment where they had like the new teammate pairings on that like cringe thing? I did. And they're asking do they like tight fire suits or loose fire suits? And Tyler's like, I like tight fire suits. I like showing off the goods. I'm like you slut. You're a so slut. He's so funny. God. And then they were For laughing him. at Noah. Apparently Noah's fire suits are a little too tight, which... Anyways, um... So we both... called
1: Eric Jones smelly, which I found very bad
0: He said he... No, he roasted Eric Jones. He read him for filth. He said he was smelly. He said something else. Anyways, Fine. but connecting yeah. back to our picks okay. now, we both picked new drivers in new places. And new um, teams, yeah. Basically swapped, right? So that's yeah. this is going to be an interesting first battle and obviously we have some very high expectations for these guys. I um excuse me. I think I thought about picking maybe like Truex or Hamlin. Or not Hamlin. Um, no Hamlin. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Kyle Bush, I think he's just got some swagger right now. I think Daytona. I what totally happened at Daytona is going to fire him up. Um, I mean, what? he almost won the Clash. He almost won uh, mm-hmm. Daytona. Why? Why do I? Why would I think different that he could win California?
1: And you know, Kyle Larson won Fontana last year, but Austin Dillon was second. Yeah. Last year, I think RCR's so. got
0: something for these boys this year, man.
1: I think I agree. Th- they might. Le- this might be the
0: best shot they have for a championship in a long time. So we'll have yeah. to see how it goes, though. Th- it's a big unknown, though. It is a big unknown. I mean, this is the, our first normal race, um. So we'll have to see how mm-hmm. it goes. Um, Alrighty. But yeah. So if Kyle Busch could win here, that'd be great momentum going in Vegas, his home track. So,
1: um, for sure. But yeah. So hopefully. Our episodes won't be this long the rest of the season to like maybe Indy 500. Yeah. But
0: I mean, it was the yeah. biggest NASCAR I race did. of the season. We had a lot to talk about, and yeah. uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I love
1: chatting with you, Zach. That it, was great. It was
0: a lot of fun. Good times.
1: Hope you all enjoyed listening. Yep.
0: Follow us at Gay Racing Pod to keep up to date with our fantasy, With um, especially for fantasy updates in the middle of the race. Um, for um, <laughs> our new episodes, obviously, when they go live, for. Um what else do we put on there? And by we I mean you. <laughs> Just follow, follow us. You follow can follow us.
1: the all the gay racing pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um yeah. for when new epi- new episodes go up and uh fantasy updates. And also leave us like a rating on Spotify and I Apple. Did We've never today. asked that before? I did that today, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can do that. That'd be great. That's
0: crazy cuz I did it we didn't talk about this before. We, that's crazy. Because no I was looking haven't. at other podcasts just, and I was like, "Oh, they have a good rating. I wonder what ours is." Hmm. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, yeah, um, leave us a rating, nice one. Yeah,
0: and um, also let us know yeah. if there's something. If me and Alex said something that's wild, let us know. And when I say oh. wild, I mean like there's definitely something. Like you think Ryan Blaney's gonna do this? No, ma'am. Here's why you're wrong. If we say something that's yes. for real wild, also let us know, but you know. Um that uh, that would be me saying something wild. Alex is pretty tame. Um, until I bring till I bring his girl, the Indy five hundred, into this conversation, as he said. Yeah, so he until you break. bring
1: Miss Indy into this. Miss mm-hmm. Indy? Don't Indy Indiana,
0: she was minding her business. All right, y'all. We will see y'all you next just week.